you know, 2019 is approaching incredibly quickly. And, you know, it's already, you know, it's nearly the halfway point of December, which means that we're just <laughs> not a, sh you know, it's, it's, uh, things get a little crazy. I told the client of mine the other day that December equals madness. I mean, it, it really truly does. You know, you know, you got all these things you got to spend money on. You got these plans you got to do. And it's, it, <laughs> and I don't mean to sound like a Grincher, or maybe I do. But, you know, that that's the most wonderful time of the year. You know, that shit, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Because I honestly think it's the most maddening time of the year, in all honesty, because it's not cheap. Christmas is not cheap. Let's just let's just be real. It's really not cheap. Your time is really you gotta you gotta spend it wisely. And right now, at the current the current weather as of this recording, it is. If you are not familiar with Lubbock, Texas, and its weather patterns, right now it is. Um, it is cold as hell, windy as hell, it's miserable outside, my dogs are miserable, they've been inside for the majority of all day, except when they gotta go outside and take care of their little doggy business, but it is just, I'm just ready for springtime, I'm just ready for it, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, go out and do some things and just I'm ready for it. I'm tired of having a bundle up everywhere I go. You know, you're a personal trainer, so you you essentially dress in shorts and you dress in athletic wear, which, you know, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, especially with Under Armour, that's, that, that's warming, but damn. I mean, uh, so needless to say, that's, I guess that's what's on my mind. So, but going back to, you know, earlier today when I was doing my own training, it was uh, leg day number three for me. But, you know, you kind of go into a bit of reflection mode, or at least I do, because, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, when I'm throwing around kettlebells or maces or anything like that, I'm really doing a lot of thinking. You know, this is more of a mental thing. As I mentioned in the You versus You podcast episode, you know, from what David Goggins was talking about on Joe Rogan's podcast. If you haven't listened to that podcast, please uh, check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, you know, damn, I already lost my train of thought again. Jeez. Oh, so many things right now. Like, I'm, I'm sitting on a stool right now that I, I think is about to break. And so if during this podcast, and I will assure you this, if it does break... We're not editing editing that out. It's going to break. I'm pretty sure I'll catch myself, but nonetheless. Well, I was working out earlier this morning. It was doing leg day. I was doing a lot of thinking. So, you know, you try to want to you try to end things on a good note, especially in your, you know, this year. And I was really thinking about the podcast, the blog, www.cerebralfit.com. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Um, you want to end things on a good note, solid note. You want to end... Um, so I started really thinking about the podcast in terms of like, what do I want to address as a personal trainer? And there was something that I saw today at the gym I was training at that uh, kind of just got me thinking about how trainers are. And, you know, this is the best time of the year to go join a gym, especially just due to monetary reasons, because there's a lot of promos out there. So if you are listening and if you are thinking about, you know, uh, joining a gym, you need to do it now. 
no questions do it now or maybe wait till january fuck um just do it now <laughs> get ahead of that new year new me hashtag and do it now so needless to say there is going to be several episodes where i really dive into the world of personal training and today's episode as you can tell from the title that you clicked on is that there are four things that you need to look for in a personal trainer now these four things i feel there's i feel are really important that just came to mind this morning when i was training and i don't i think they're important you know this is first off hiring a personal trainer is an investment i'm not going to make it i'm not going to bullshit you and say that it's cheap it's an investment, and most investments, for the most part, are not cheap. It takes money. It takes capital. It takes just a good eye to know what you're looking for and invest in. So when you're going out there and if you think to yourself, I need a personal trainer, I need something, someone to help me get over that hump, to get me going in the right direction, you, you want to invest in someone that knows what they're doing and can get you there. And so the daunting task in that is just trying to find the right personal trainer. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you, and I think I've already said that once before and plenty of other times, and I'm probably going to say it again, but um, <laughs> I'm, certainly, I'm, not, I'm certain that I'm not the first one to tell you, but I'm just going to say, because I, I don't want to bullshit you, but like, you know, it's really important for, for you to find the right one. It really is. Um, I've had fitness assessments where, you know, you really do want to make that sell, but when you're when you're training with them that initial time there's moments and that you just there's not a connection there you know it's it's weird to say that you know like it's almost like a dating situation like there's just not going to be any chemistry there and if there isn't any chemistry there there isn't any chemistry there and you should probably go look for another trainer now that's not one of the thing the four things that I'm going to mention but that goes into what I'm talking about and you'll see here in a bit so Without further ado, here are the four things that you should be looking for in a personal trainer. Knowledge is one of the first, is the number one thing I'm going to talk about right now. It's paramount. It's extremely important. Obviously, you want to, when you're investing in someone to train you, you want to make sure that they're essentially an expert in their field. You know, it's, it's if you're going out and you're wanting to be a good cook, you want to hire the best one possible. So or at least that you can afford. And in personal training, there's definitely a lot of them out there. And so you do have a good choice to, to choose from. And even if you're living in a small town, like let's say Panhandle, Texas, um, you, you know, having the beauty of having technology these days is you can do it online training. So you have, you know, you have, your, your number just extrapolates even by tenfold almost. But nonetheless, you know, one of the things that they, that, you know, I look to my left here, and I do this a lot, honestly, probably, because <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing, but, like, you know, I always look, I look at my degrees. I got three degrees, and I got my certification on the wall, my, my NASM one. And then to my right of me, where I look, I got my ONIT certification, and I got my certificate of completion for the Eric Leha kettlebell course. Now... I've met people that usually that they don't, you know, they're real proud of their college degrees, hang them on the wall, like me. Um, and then you're going to have some that just kind of leave it on, you know, they'll d let, let it collect dust in a closet, which is, you know, to each their own. But, you know, for me personally, when I see that, 
it's a reminder to me of, of where I've come from, the knowledge I've, of where I've gone to get the knowledge, and just as a way to kind of, for me, to keep going and accruing that knowledge, because I feel that if you stop trying to get that knowledge, then you're no good. You're, you're just, you might as well just, you're, you're, you're fucked, you know? And in a personal trainer, it's required of us to go out and continue with our continuing ed education courses because there's so many different things that are coming out. I mean, it's, it's, it's so amazing. That's one of the things that, about this industry that I love is that there's just continuous knowledge being developed and, and just new workout regimens and, and so on. So you want to make sure that the person you're hiring is motivated to go out in bettering not just you, but bettering themselves as well. And... You know, I, as I mentioned a bit ago, since I've gotten my initial certification, I've gotten two more different, you know, certificates in the mail and in person. That's, that's my way of proving to prospective clients that I'm not just going to sit on my ass on one certification and not learn anymore. No, I'm not content with that. You know, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable in knowing that I don't know everything. Which in itself, yeah, I'm not going to know everything, but it pushes me harder to continue my knowledge set, to learn new things to help further my client's progress and also mine. You see what I mean? So you want to find someone that is motivated in putting knowledge into your head on how to exercise properly but at that same time they're doing their part in going out and learning more themselves you know because that because when they're going out and learning new things chances are you're gonna reap the benefits of that next up number two dependability okay i was thinking about this earlier because i didn't want to say it and it'd be a lie. But so far into my personal training career, I have yet, I have not had to cancel on any of my clients. I was nearly late to one, but I wasn't at all. I actually got there earlier than I thought. But you want someone, you want to hire someone that is going to show up when they say they show up. You don't want any uh, a trainer that's lollygagging around. That's got a, you know, they got a competition in Dallas or wherever the hell, and they're gonna skip out on you. I was actually having a, a discussion the other day with uh, one of the other um, a fitness manager here in town, and that is something he really preached with me is that I want someone who's going to show up and not skip out on their sessions. I have not skipped out on any of my sessions with any of my clients, not one. Because it's just, they have paid me money to show up. This is my job. This is my career. This is what I want to do. So I'm going to show up, walk through those doors, and train them. This is what I, this is what I do. I want to be the best at it. So when you want to be the best at something, you have to show up. You have to. There's no phoning it in or half-assing it. You got to show up. So you want to find someone that you know is consistently going to show up and just that that's the key word right there consistent consistent lebron james said it in a podcast a few weeks ago that i was listening to tim ferris actually and said that leadership is consistent i 100 believe in that it has to be 
a constant. Period. So find a trainer to invest in that is going to show up for you, to be consistent for you. Number three, communication. Let's see. What was it? The other day, actually it was yesterday, um, I was noticing a trainer that typically, well, I had never seen him before. He was in my, my gym, my turf, so to speak. And uh, one thing that uh, kind of a little industry secret, not so much of a secret, but is that typically when you see another trainer from another gym there, there is a sense of what are you doing here? This is my gym. Why are you here? And so I see this guy. He works for the same overall organization I do. But according to the rules, he wasn't supposed to be there. I can't go to his gym and train clients there because I take money out of his pocket. So thus, when I see him here, I'm like, you're here training this guy where I could be training this guy. So, oh, that's great. But what I noticed about this guy, and kind of, excuse me for that diet, kind of a bit of a soapbox moment, or me bitching, whatever you want to call it. But when I see this individual training his client, I notice that during a lot of the sessions and the spots, he was on his phone. Showing him pictures, doing God knows what in terms of maybe he was checking his Facebook status, Instagram, whatever. But he's checking his phone a lot. Okay. My big problem with that, though, is that when you're training your client, you want to make sure that they're watching you and that you're not, A, hurting yourself, and B, that your form's right so you're, you're effectively getting the, you know, the movements down. This guy wasn't doing this. And so that bothered me as a trainer because I'm thinking this guy, this individual that you were brought in to train on my turf, you're not training him right. You're sitting there on your fucking phone doing Lord knows what. And, this, and it went on for a good, he did that a lot, which man, it just, as you can tell from the tone of my voice, it really grinded my gears. And if you're so you want you want your trainer and yeah when you're training with someone especially that you you find the right trainer and you connect with them they are going to be moments where you do talk you do small chit chat you talk about football you talk about life that comes in between sets that comes in there you know th that happens that's natural that's that's uh, that's uh, developing a relationship but when old boys on his phone and his client is on a glute machine trying to properly do that without hurting himself, but he's not paying attention. You got a big fucking problem up there. Big problem. And so you want to find someone that you can, you know, that is going to be able to communicate with you the proper ways of doing things. And and this is something even across the board, not even with just, um, if you're, let's say that you don't hire a personal trainer, you go out and you train with someone. And I saw this today at Crunch Fitness, but you know, there's this individual who I suspect to be a trainer in kind of sheep's clothing, but he goes to another person's gym and trains this person. But, you know, I'm watching him and I've developed this eye of noticing when trainers are, 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 should, are training at a gym that they shouldn't be. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you, you see these little nuances and I know every rep isn't perfect, but there's just these certain nuances. I'm like, man, this guy's not, he's not communicating with him. He's not elaborating. He's not 
you know, and, uh, you know, that's also, that's where coaching experience comes into play. I, I've coached, um, me and a buddy of mine, we coached uh, eight-year-olds basketball team. Communication was key. You had to verbally communicate to these eight-year-olds in the simplest way possible what to do. You know, and, and in some ways, you can apply that same principle to adults. You know, I don't, I remember when I first started off, uh, my mentor at the time was was really like, I trained her for, I guess, she, she we did a mock training session, if you will. But I got too, I, I tried to break it down too much because I was overthinking it. And she explained to me, don't overthink it, just do it. Show them, keep the instructions simple, bam. And that's what I've done. And I... You want to have someone that can easily break down and communicate well with you and focus just solely on you. Yeah, I have my phone on me, but more often than not, I'm not looking at it, showing my, my client, hey, this is my Facebook photo. Hey, this is this and that. It's none of that. My time is with that person. I got an iWatch. Someone's going to fucking text me. Then bam, I'll get to them after the session is over. And that's just the rule of the game. Now, is it always going to be that way? Am I going to have my mo have a moment when I lapse? Probably. I'm not perfect, neither are they. But what going back to what I saw the other day, this dude was consistently doing it. And I'm just, man, you're not. I mean, I guess I did have, you know, I'm watching him train someone that I honestly could be training better. And I will say that's a bit braggadocious, but it's true. In this case, it was true. So... Rule number three, well, I say rule number three, um, communication. When you invest in a trainer, establish good communication. Four, authenticity. Okay. This is a bit of a tricky one. And what I mean by tricky, you'll, you'll see. I'm, I'm an introvert, as I mentioned several times before, especially in that last episode, You versus You, available in the archives. And as an introvert, especially a shy one, there are moments, especially with me personally, I, I tend to, I'm very soft-spoken. I can be very soft-spoken. You know, I've met people who are a bit, way more soft-spoken than me, but I've come to, to um, I have to put that aside and really, and this kind of ties in with the communication part of it as well, but, you know, I have to use that. That is my authentic self. And... I remember, you know, I was told by someone, actually my same mentor, that she kind of wanted me to be a bit more bubbly, you know, like, hi, it's me, James, let's get to work, yeah. But if you know me, that ain't me. That is definitely not me. I'm not a bubbly person. If I'm acting bubbly, it's probably because I've had three or four Michelob Ultras, <laughs> probably a gin and tonic or two, and who knows what else. But even when I have that, I'm not too bubbly. Now, when she told me that, I didn't take offense to it. But at that same time, I held, I held, I held true to myself. It's like the tattoo I got on my arm of the, of the it's the Rebel Alliance. I got, it's the symbol of the Rebel Alliance for Star Wars. And one of the reasons I got it tattooed on me was because to me that symbol represents to me to stick to my guns. And so I stuck to my guns in that I can still establish a rapport with someone without having to be bubbly. Because that to me is being fake. You're not, you're a charlatan. You're not authentic. 
I want to be authentic to my clients. I want to be who I am with my clients. I don't want to fake it with them. I am. I want to be the term. I want to be real. I'm real with them. I don't want to bullshit them. And, you know, there's a lot of trainers out there that are just that I've seen in person, whether I'm shadowing them or or just even in the corner of my eye that that do that that just can't they just can't they're just half-assing it and they're just pretending to care they're pretending to train invest in a trainer that isn't gonna bullshit you that's gonna be real with you it's gonna just i mean you want that authenticity you want that person to be the genuine article and that in itself out of the four things that i mentioned you know that's probably <sighs> I feel that can actually be the most difficult thing to find because, you know, we live in a social media driven world that focuses a lot on image and we're all guilty of it, but we want to project an image out there that's, well, A, perfect, B, just, you know, well, yeah, that, I think that just encompasses it all, perfect. And, you know, it's like I thought to myself earlier. You know, all my heroes I, that I that I look up to aren't perfect, and that's the truth. I prefer my heroes not to be perfect because I'm not perfect. And see, I embrace that. Every rep I do isn't perfect. I was told, you know, if you want to you want to make it sound that you're 100% the expert, that you're never that everything you do is perfect, that you're never, you know, like I'm like, let's cut let's cut the bullshit. I've seen, I mean, every, I've seen everyone at some point screw up or not do it right. That's why it's called a repetition. Repetitions usually incorporate more than one. Every repetition I do on a squat rack is not going to be perfect. I can probably have a perfect set every now and then, but there's always going to be that one rep that's a little off. And I'm not afraid to admit that. Now, if I'm doing it all off and it's all, you know, and I'm like, that's fine, that's fine. Okay, then that kind of tracks back to the knowledge part. That's where you want to improve your knowledge a bit. But, you know, in this case, what I'm trying to say is that find a person that is just not going to bullshit you. That is going to tell you, yes, you were doing that right. Or, no, you were doing that wrong. Let's fix that. Don't, you got to be careful in that, you know, and uh, fortunately, I've actually, I work alongside a lot of good trainers who, when I watch them, and, and we do that uh, as, as personal trainers, you know, especially in your own turf, you see what they do, and you, you draw from it, you pick, you pick it apart, you deconstruct it, and you think, I can do that, I can add to that, or maybe I should add that to my own thing, there's so much... Uh, Man, that's what I love about this is that you can just learn so much and, and just watching and observing, especially in this industry when you're on the floor and you see this person doing it. And, and you know, that's um, I'm not afraid to admit that sometimes you got a lot of trainers out there that, you know, what I do is brats. No one else can do it or or I, ah, you know, I'm doing a lot of growling here, <laughs> but I mean, we all draw from each other. 
we borrow things from each other. It's like professional wrestling. You know, I, I, I listen to a lot of those podcasts, and a lot of them have said, I've stolen this from this person. I've stolen this from this person in terms of referring back to their gimmick or their act or just their personality, their character. They draw from other people. I draw from professional wrestling when I do this, believe it or not. I'll let y'all, the audience, the listeners, figure out in what ways I draw from professional wrestling. You know, and, and that, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm not afraid to say that. Um, you have to, you just, I feel better being who I am, who I truly am, color and all, rather than pretend to be something that I'm not. We've all heard that. And, and, you know, I think we, let me rephrase that. I believe we all have battled that. You know, I would rather live a life than live a lie. And so, you know, that's, and that's a lot that I'm saying about authenticity, especially in regards to investing in a personal trainer. But you want to find a trainer that is going to just be real with you. Because in the long run, you're better off. It's plain and simple. And, I mean, those are... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about authenticity. I think that... You know, that really sums it up. Um, you know, I've, I've come to find, and we'll, we'll get a little personal here, but uh, as I've mentioned before on my blog, CerebralFit.com, once again, another cheap blog, but also in previous episodes of this podcast, um, at the moment of this recording, I am 13 days sober. Now, sober, once again, is a strong word to use, but it's, it's I, I haven't drank or done anything else you know, to, I'm not, I don't want to use the, I don't even want to use the term, um, convolute my body. I've just, it's kind of what of a cleanse. People go on juice cleanses right now. I'm going through an alcohol, alcohol cleanse. And so what's last night I went to a, uh, a TSA party, if you will, you know, reconnect with the old coworkers, see how they're doing, catch up with them. And I knew there was a lot of alcohol that was going to be at this party. So I told myself, okay, this is going to be a bit of a test for you to see if you go and you break bread. Because under actually one of my speculation or stipulations, I actually allowed myself, okay, if it's like a work party, work family, whatever, you can indulge. But when I drove up and I'm there, I actually brought a gallon of water with me as a means to kind of to keep myself drinking, have something to drink, and just as almost a, it was almost a symbol of, of what I'm doing for myself. And I had a great time. I had a real great time. And I didn't have one single drink. And, but what was, you know, what I noticed about it though, and I really thought about it afterwards was like, man, I was able to be, you know, be myself and, and laugh and I felt great and I didn't need alcohol for it. It was nuts. And I, I, I just remember thinking, man, this is probably the first time party I've been to in almost over 20 years when I didn't have a drink. When I was in a period when I, when I was uh, kind of uh, practicing straight edge or so, sobriety, whatever you want to call it. But I had a great time. I didn't need booze, you know. And I'm not going to, you know, be bold and say that this is something I'm going to forever do for the rest of my life. No. But it was a reminder that, that um, man, that I, that I you know, because they say, you know, booze is like true serum. You know, your true self comes out. Last night, I didn't, 
my, that was me. I was who I am, and I didn't need a single drop. And it was a, it was a great feeling. It was a really great feeling. And, you know, this podcast and the blog, Facebook, social media, the way that I approach it, and I'm, 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 I'm nearing the end here, but the way that I approach all this is in various ways. To me, it's all kind of a tool now, more than ever, considering that I am a personal trainer, which in thus in essence, I am my own business. I'm a one-man business. So social media has now become a tool for me rather than just a, you know, this is where I'm at today. I'm eating here. You know, and yeah, I still dabble and just kind of, you know, my James thoughts, whatever. If you do follow me on Facebook and whatnot, Twitter, Twitter, I've, I've, I've let go of the Trump hate and I'm just being me again. <laughs> there you go. You know, that moment in Despicable Me where he goes light bulb <laughs> right there. That, that was a light bulb moment. I'm just being me. And it's a great feeling, everybody. You want to go, and this ties back to everything I've talked about. Authenticity, communication, dependability, and knowledge. All of these things connect, correlate with each other. And essentially build together a winning formula for a personal trainer that you can invest in. And yeah, these four attributes I feel I possess. No bullshit. I feel I do. But but I'm also not foolish enough to say that there are other trainers out there who don't possess these same things. You'll probably meet them. And if you know what? If they offer their services, you meet with them, you do a fitness assessment, you figure each other out. Hey, it's not a bad investment. Because admit it. You're not going to know everything. One of the biggest things I hear as a trainer, I don't know how to use this machine. That's where we step in. That's where we say, okay. I can show you how to adjust this machine, how to use it properly, and to use it to its fullest potential. There you go. I'll show you how to use that kettlebell to its fullest potential and then some. I'll show you how to use this steel club to its fullest potential. Bam. Because the reality is, everybody, that when you're investing in me, I'm going to give you every ounce of knowledge that I can to you. Because there is a cycle, a client cycle. You're not going ha- to hire me forever. You're going to move on. I'm going to move on. But in that cycle, I'm going to teach you as much as I can to the best of my ability. And that, folks, I believe should do it for this episode. Uh, thanks again for listening. I feel that this was probably one of the, uh, this was, man, you know, stuff that I, I've, wow, <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> but, um, you know, once again, I, I can't stress this enough. Thanks for listening. I know that it's, it, this is a podcast grassroots that I'm trying to just build off and go from because this stuff, when I really think about it, is going to be around forever. It's as close to forever as I can get. I could be 20 years from now with four kids, five kids, whatever. And they could be listening to this. So, and if you, they are, then well, <laughs> your dad curses a lot. But that's because you're not around. <laughs> but I'm sure once I do have children, I am going to do what my father did and not hardly ever cuss. But nonetheless, that's another episode for another day. So, uh, I got a lot of podcast friends out there. Sneaky bands, they're just releasing a lot of stuff, man. They're, they're growing. 
more than I am, but you know they're uh, more than a multiple man podcast, and they they got some good stuff. So please check them out. They're also on the Anchor app as well. Um, there's probably gonna be some more advertisements that are coming within Anchor. So you know that's the name of the game, everybody. I ain't gonna bullshit you. You know we need sponsors, we need advertisements. We 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 all like to make bread or get that bread or whatever that saying is. You know I as I like to put it, I like my coin. I like to earn that coin. Because this is a business, and I gotta put food on my table. I gotta continue to feed my two dogs, myself. I gotta keep this roof over my head. I gotta keep that car in my garage, and so on. So this is a business, and so I would, um, if you do feel free to donate to the podcast, great, one-time deal, ninety-nine cents, whatever. A lot of that, I, I'm establishing these accounts that go for you know, personal training growth for new certifications, which I got, you know, I got this year taken care of. Uh, next year, there's a few things that I am wanting to go do. I would love to go back to the Honored Academy, but that's what these donations, if you do choose to donate, that's what it goes towards. It goes towards bettering just not just this podcast, but my knowledge set to make my clients better. So, you know, and it's a hustle. This is a hustle. And hustle, but in the when I mean my hustle, not hustle in the Las Vegas way of I'm gonna sell you Avengers Five on Blu-ray before it's even come out. <laughs> not that kind of hustle. Bad example, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying here. Um, it's a hustle. I gotta keep working. I gotta keep putting myself out there. You know, someone a local fitness personality around here and other fellow trainer. You know, she put it to me best ways. I had to whore myself basically out there. You know, and I, um, well, I'm not exactly whoring. Um, I know what she meant. You really got to put your face out there. You got to fall on your face sometimes. More often than not, you'll be standing there. You know, just just you know, you'll get told a lot of no's, but you got to keep going. You have to keep going. So. You know, that's what, you know, if I, if I, you do choose to donate, honestly, great. I really, 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 truly appreciate that. I'll keep that receipt and I will definitely pay you back with that. Um, shout out to everybody that does listen to my family, my friends. Um, there's so many of you I could thank. Now I feel like I'm going to an Oscar speech, which, by the way, just don't have a damn host. You know, if everyone's going to be so pissed off because, oh, you hired that person in 2008. They made fun of, uh, madness, people. December equals madness. Don't fall for it. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So, but, uh, I'm James Reese. I think this is it. Once again, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, there will be a follow-up episode to this in due time. You will see. So, nevertheless, my name is James Ruiz. This is the Cerebral Fit Podcast, and adios.